welcome 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 to the between the lines podcast where i talk about everything and anything and for a lack of better words read in between the lines i'm your host mariam but just call me c today and today is a very 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 interesting episode let's talk about reddit reddit is a very interesting app um I think we can all agree that like when you think reddit you think incel you think outcast you think literally like everything but like normal but in the past i want to say maybe year two years there has been a like an emerging of i guess like kind of like i don't know how to word this This subreddit has gotten a lot popular over the past like two or three years, and it is the subreddit Am I the Asshole? A subreddit where people confess and tell moral dilemmas and send them out to the world to be judged if they are indeed an asshole or not. Today we're just going to read a couple of these and yeah, do what they're asking and decide if they are the assholes. All right. Let's get into this though. Am I the a-hole for giving my son non-vegan food behind my wife's back? I am 32 male and my wife is 33 F. We have been married for eight years and have a 12 year old son together. About six years ago, my wife decided to go vegan. She was sent the documentary Dominion by a vegan friend of hers and ever since then has said that non-vegan food is revolting and refuses to eat it. After a long conversation, I agreed to go vegetarian and be vegan in the house and around her, which she was happy with. She also decided that our son should be vegan, which after seeing a dietitian, I also agreed with. Things have been fine with this arrangement until a few months ago when I began finding wrappers from non-vegan candy and even burgers from McDonald's in my son's school bag, which he, he had been buying with chore money. I had a conversation with my son and he confessed that he always felt lonely and excluded eating vegan around his friends and that they always had much better candy than he did. And it wasn't fair. I decided I didn't want him spending his pocket money on snacks and throwing out the vegan snacks we actually brought him instead of buying games. It made no sense. But I also know the way my wife feels about non-vegan products. So I began buying my son what he wanted on our way to football practice instead. Long story short, my wife recently found out what has been going on and completely flipped out. She called me an animal abuse enabler and a few other names and said I was corrupting our son. Now she's not speaking to me. Our son panicked and told her I had bought the snacks for him and he didn't know they were vegan. I don't blame him for that. He just doesn't want to be in trouble with mom. Mm. I see both sides. I see both sides. Um, I see the wife's side and I see your side or this person's side. I think kids at that age just want to fit in and just want to feel like a normal kid. So I feel like when you kind of, you're like, okay, you have to be vegan and you don't get a choice in it. It kind of makes it harder to fit in, you know? And it's funny because I actually knew a kid who was kind of like in a similar pretense where his parents would restrict him from eating literally everything and he would eat the same thing every day for lunch. And I would just look and be like, dude, how can you live like that? But um, 
I see both sides, okay? Um, I see the wife's side. She just wants her kid to be healthy. You know, obviously meat is not the most ideal thing to eat. I'm, I'm not a vegan or anything like that, so I can't really sit up here and preach the choir. But yeah, meat is not the healthiest thing. So I see her point in wanting her kid to be healthy and just caring about, you know, making sure he's eating the right stuff and promoting a healthier, less harsh diet to the, her kids. But I also see this person's side. He wants his kid to not feel excluded, not feel sad, you know, not feel jealous. So he's just kind of trying to, you know, make him feel better. However, I think both of you guys are wrong in the situation. I think the mother needs to understand, well, not needs to understand, but the mother should understand where the son is coming from and not wanting to feel like the odd one out, you know, wanting to eat things and do things that, you know, his friends do and wanting to feel normal. And I think the father needs to understand or should understand that if that is like how you feel, raise that to her. Say, hey, you know, our kid has been buying burgers behind our back, not because he wants to disappoint you or disrespect you, but because he feels alienated by not doing that. I think if you kind of come to a mutual understanding and say our son is old enough to kind of have some sort of jurisdiction and autonomy over what he eats then the situation would be solved but i don't want to call any of them the asshole because none of them are really a-holes they're just you know a bit misguided so yeah we'll go 50 50 on this one and move on let me know what you guys think because i feel like this is kind of like a it depends on how you look at it thing but let's move on Am I the a-hole for suggesting my wife lower her standards so that she'll be less overwhelmed? My wife, 37F, and I, 37 male, have three kids, 12, 10, and 8. She is in a constant state of overwhelm and very easily irritated, constantly complaining about how it's all too much. I'm of course happy to help and do my fair share for the kids or household, but it's never enough because her standards are too damn high. She insists one of us have to be up at 6.45 every morning to make sure the kids are ready and make the bus, which comes at 7.45. I told her they're old enough to not need that much help already. They can all dress themselves and pour themselves cereal and milk. There's no reason we have to be up. She says that cereal isn't a good enough breakfast. They need something more substantial, especially the 12-year-old. And that the 10-year-old has ADHD and will definitely struggle without help in the morning. And anyway, she wants to see them off and kiss them goodbye for the day. So she gets up. I don't. And then she gets upset that I never give her a morning off when all she needs to do is take the morning off when she wants and let the kids handle themselves. <laughs> You're funny. Also, she is super strict about screen time during the week and is exhausted and snappy from arguing about it from with the kids and upset. And upset I don't support her strict limit of two hours a day. I say, as long as the homework is done, why not until bed? She says it's not healthy for them. They need to play outside or with games or toys, read some books, just entertain themselves in more way than one. I agree they should enjoy other things, but I'm not seeing why we have to make such a rigid limit. 
She also likes to get out on weekends and do stuff like zoos, museums, etc. But then complains about the planning for the outing and how grouchy the youngest is by the end of it. And again, I say, let's just chill at home and voila, you've cut the work. I am engaged and active parent. I'm not trying to get out of it, sure. But I don't think I should have to help my wife dig herself out of her self-created holes. She creates the stress for herself and then turns to me to alleviate it, which I think is unfair. Am I the a-hole for telling her she needs to do less and then she won't need this level of help? This right here is a perfect example of double standards. And the constant, like, the, the idea that husbands think that kids are raised by themselves. Kids need to be guided. Kids need guidance. Kids need structure. Kids need someone to give them, like, control them. Not control, but, you know, kids can't have full autonomy at that age. You can't, okay. If you tell a 10-year-old, okay, okay, buddy, you have to get up at 6.45 a.m. and you have exactly an hour to get ready for school. You need to brush your teeth, you need to wash your face, you need to put on your clothes, dress yourself, you need to fix yourself cereal, you need to make sure your backpack is ready in the morning, you need to put lotion on, put your shoes on, comb your hair, make sure you look presentable, and make sure, and I'm assuming they go to the bus, right? Yeah, they go to the bus. You need to do all of that in an hour. You are 10 years old. You know what you need to do. You have responsibilities. Go ahead and do it. And if you do not make it to school, well, that's life. In what world does that make sense? In what world? Like... If you told me as a kid, I have to wake up at 6.45 and get myself ready and do all of that in an hour, you know what I'm, you know what I'm gonna do as a kid? I'm going to wake up 10 minutes before, brush my teeth, put some clothes on from the dirty bin, not even, not even touch my hair, grab a Pop-Tart, go to school. Your kid is going to be walking around like, like, fatherless motherless parentless like nobody cares for them so i don't see why you're confused as to why she would want someone to be up in the morning to facilitate getting ready in the morning especially when it's three kids and not just one but i mean again fathers just expecting their kids to raise themselves also you raise a point about screen time and how strict she is Kids at that age should not be behind a screen all day at all. I don't know. I, I the, the weird thing is I I'm 2006, right? So growing up, we kind of grew up in like the generation where technology was slowly being introduced. It was kind of like, for example, nobody in like elementary school really had like a phone or anything. And if they did, they were like, what, like Motorola's, Samsung's, burner phones, trap phones. And then it wasn't till like, from like 2016 to like fifth grade, 
and then then on when people were getting phones so i have a bit of a unique standpoint on this i think that it's okay for kids to use technology i think i mean i don't really think kids should be having phones up until you know they're a bit older like 13 that's like a bit like the threshold for me um but I don't think they should be behind a screen at all times. I think watching TV all day, every day, eyes peeled to the screen is not good for you at that age. Especially because you mentioned that your kid is eight. So if this okay, eight, 10, and 12. 12 is like sixth, seventh grade. 10 is like fourth grade and like third grade. Eight is like third grade. So these are all like young children. They need to be stimulated. They need to go outside. They need to play in the grass. They need to do puzzles, brain, what what's it called? Workbooks, brain quests. Like they need that structure. And even though kids are always gonna revolt and say, no, I want to do this. That is low, low effort and accessible and easy. You need to put your foot down and say, no, you're not gonna do that because when you're a kid, you don't need full autonomy because it's like you don't know what to do with that autonomy and if you let your kids sit in front of the screen all day every day don't expect them to be like good kids like don't expect them to you know get all a's be the valedictorian go to a good ivy league college the second and third because you're not giving them the tools that they need to succeed so your wife should not lower her standards at all. I think you're an absolute dickhead for being pissed at her for just wanting you to step up and be a proper father and collaborate with her because those are your kids. It takes two to tango, literally. You know, you two did the deed and had did it three times to have children. The least you can do is step up and be a proper fucking father, man. Oh God, okay, let's move on. Let's move on. Am I the a-hole for yelling at my wife after she blew up my phone with calls because of a fire? Throw away because some of this made local news and I don't want it connecting back to me. I work in a place where we are not allowed to have personal electronics on us at all. No phones, no smartwatches, no pagers. I've been working here for about six months, so my wife knows this and understands that she should not try to contact me by my cell at work. Phones are dropped off in our lockers, and I typically have mine on Do Not Disturb. Before this incident, my phone has never gone off in the locker before. Recently, there was a pretty big fire at a secondary work site that I do work at occasionally, but that day I was working at the main building. Local news covered the fire before I found out about it because, again, no electronics, plus the work we do isolates us a bit, so news travels pretty slowly. There were a few casualties and a lot of seriously injured folk. My wife had been watching the news from home and started freaking out, I guess. She called me 20 freaking times, which I did not know this was possible, overrode my DND, and my phone was ringing for a while in my locker. In the middle of my shift, I got called into my manager's office and was chewed out and written up for my phone making so much noise. They told me to go back and take care of whatever it was making my phone go off before I went back to work. I won't lie. When I saw those 20 missed calls from my wife, I was seriously pissed off. 
Like I said, she knows not to try and contact me directly, and a citation hurt my chances of getting a raise or promotion. I called her back, and she was sobbing and asking if I was okay. I said, of course I was okay, and asked what the f*** was wrong with her to call me so many times. Whoa, harsh. She was still crying and talking about the fire. After that, I started half yelling at her about all the reasons it was dumb of her to call me. When I got home, she was super upset with me, rightfully so. I apologized for yelling, but she refused to talk. She's been very chilly the past few days and sleeping in our daughter's room. I know it was not the best decision to yell at her, but I still think my anger is justified. One, she knows I don't work in secondary work site very often. Two, she knows that I can't be contacted directly and she could have just called the office. Three, 20 calls is absolutely insane. Am I the asshole? You are the asshole, King. You are the asshole. Because, let's just get this straight, guys. This guy's wife was concerned about him because a work site that he works at occasionally had a fire with people that people died and people were injured so rightfully so she calls him in a panic in a frenzy mate trying to make sure that he's okay he doesn't answer so she calls and calls and calls and calls and she's blindsided not knowing if he's okay because she has no way of reaching out to him managers berate him sanction him he gets pissed and instead of doing the right thing and reassuring his wife that he was okay and nothing happened he berates her for caring if that isn't the most like male shit to happen i don't know what is i just think it's absolutely crazy that you were actually not like happy at all that she cared because there are people out here who literally would not give a f and just be like oh okay whatever he'll be fine he'll come home the fact that she cared enough to make sure you're okay granted it was frantic and you know maybe you're a little annoyed it's like dude nothing happened but she doesn't know that do you know what i mean like she cared about cared enough about you to try to make sure you're okay and rather than reassure her and make her feel better because she was obviously scared to death, you yell at her. And then you basically act surprised that she's been frigid with you and that she doesn't want to talk to you and that she's angry with you. If anything, I'd be more than angry. Why am I getting yelled at for caring about you? I'm in trouble for caring about you? Yeah, watch this, bro. When I stuff rat poison in your food, yeah christina, christina. <laughs> oh my god men have nothing but the audacity am i right let's move on this one has a question mark on it am i the a-hole i told my daughter not to bother applying for college this is a throwaway account i am female 35 and have a 16 year old daughter my daughter has a late birthday early mid-december so she is going into her senior year of high school she is a very smart girl and i'm proud of what she's accomplished but she's also young and naive in a lot of ways she's easily manipulated she doesn't pay much attention to her surroundings she can't stand up for herself and she still constantly calls or texts myself and her father for help with things 
can I just interject for a second? I'm sorry, guys. Can I, I have to interject. There is nothing wrong with seeking guidance from your parents. Your parents' job is to make sure that you're straight and making sure that you have what you need to succeed. I just had to interject and say that because that statement, it, it like insinuates that, that that's like a bad thing and I don't like that. More recently, I've also been concerned about her doing dangerous things or submitting to peer pressure from her friends. I've met them and they are not good kids. I've told her to stop talking to them, but she refuses and tries to go behind my back. For these reasons, among others, her father and I have decided that we are not going to let her go off to college as long as she's a minor in our care. This means that she won't be going in fall 2024 because she doesn't turn 18 until that December. I am not trying to stifle her, but I do want her to be safe. She was recently talking about starting to fill out college applications and I told her not to bother. I explained that we weren't letting her go until she's old enough to make that decision for herself. She started crying and yelling at me, but I refused to budge. I don't think I'm being unreasonable and honestly, her reaction is more evidence of immaturity. But apparently she had texted her aunt who has been calling me an a-hole. Am I the a-hole? She also added context at the bottom, said, People seem to think that I will not allow her to go to college at all. I am absolutely willing to let her go to college once she's 18, and we will pay for it wherever she wants to go because we have the means. I think I'm going to call you the a-hole on this one. I think I'm going to call a-hole on this one. Um, I think the language and the way you're phrasing this brings me to this conclusion um a number one again there's nothing wrong with seeking guidance and you know asking your parents for help with things because at the end of the day that is i feel like that should be a parent's blessing that your kids still want help from you because once if you keep going at this rate that you're going girl your daughter is literally going to go no contact with you as soon as she turns 18 Number two, I understand her concern with, you know, peer pressure and her friends and maybe she, you know, she's a people pleaser, you know, she's easily swayed, but there are better ways to go about that because if you're, you're saying, right, she still asks for help in things and th she can't stand up for herself and she's easily manipulated, then help her unlearn that. Do you know what I mean? On top of that, you say that her reaction of crying and yelling is evidence of immaturity but in my opinion being emotional does not make you immature everybody has emotions it's just the way that we openly i guess convey them that is different for example i when i get like really emotional i cry when i'm sad when i'm angry when i'm happy i just cry that is my way of expressing emotions but I'm not an immature person. That's just the way I express emotions. Some people, when they're sad or they're angry or they're whatever it may be, they get super stressed and they take it out on people. That doesn't necessarily make you immature innately. So I think you're, the way you're framing your mindset about this is not helping you to understand why your daughter wants to go out into the world, world and go into college early. I think at the end of the day, you said she's a very smart girl. 
and you're proud of what she's accomplished but it doesn't seem like you're actually proud of her and you think she's a smart girl if you're constantly undermining her and making her seem like this docile little five-year-old who if a stranger comes up to them and is like hey you want some ice cream she's gonna like follow him and like get trafficked um had you just you know explained to her your concerns and said instead of saying don't bother be like you know maybe hold off on it for a year take a gap year figure out what you really want stay with us until you can or we'll give you the money to you know do what you want or you know if you do want to go to college you know maybe stay home for the first year or um go to a college nearby because you guys said you have the means to do that get her own apartment maybe close by but i think kids at that age and i can attest for this myself since i'm 17 they just want to feel like they can do things by themselves and they're independent and that they can be adults when it's time to become an adult so yeah i don't know this is kind of giving this is kind of giving asshole am i the a-hole for telling my sister that her husband is right and her baby name idea is stupid wow i have a twin sister macy 24 female both of them are 24 female obviously macy is pregnant with her first and due in february and the baby is going to be a boy last week she opened up to me and said that she and her husband 26 male have been fighting over baby names and she said she's sick of hearing about it and just wants to settle on a name that they both like macy and her husband are both a bit geeky not that there's anything wrong with that and she told me she wants to name the baby luffy as in the character from one piece <laughs> what no way straw hat pirate luffy Go wow i don't know what i was expecting but it was not the name luffy i was expecting like i was expecting like the name daenerys or or something like that oh my oh my god anybody remember that girl from twitter or something like that who named her baby like i think like the first name or the middle name was like namjoon and literally everybody was attacking her that's literally what this reminds me of but okay let's get back to it her husband doesn't want this name and says the kid will be bullied he is not wrong on that one she asked for my honest opinion and i told her that the name is silly and her husband is right i try to say this gently but really how gently can you tell someone their idea is stupid i suggested that she goes back to the drawing board on that one and maybe look at names of lesser known anime characters if that's what she wants macy got upset and said the name is cute and we're just being closed-minded i told her she asked for my honest opinion and she got it she kept trying to convince me that it was a good name and the conversation was becoming hysterical and i told her it's a stupid name end of discussion she started crying and left and since then she's been giving me the cold shoulder our parents told me to just tell macy that i'm sorry because my words really upset her and i should have been nicer about it am i the a-hole um okay going into that i don't know what name i was expecting her to say i was not expecting monkey 
Luffy. I was not expecting the name Luffy. Um, you're not, like, okay, you're not in the wrong here. Because I think parents need to remember that when you give your kids names, that is their name for, like, literally forever. Unless they, like, legally change it. And, like, legally changing your name is literally, like, a pain in the ass. Um, yeah. I just, I'm just, like, right now just imagining like a 30 year old man going into interview for like a software engineering job and the, the interviewer is like so your name is checks notes luffy smith and you're like yeah that's me grown ass man that to me is just like i, I don't know I, I can't i'm trying to find a way to like make this deep but i can't even take it seriously because it's like luffy I'm still stuck on that. I think that's actually a perfect place to leave this episode because that truly encapsulates Reddit. Um, so yeah, with that, this has been Between the Lines, the podcast where we talk about everything and anything, and for a lack of better words, read in between the lines. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to like, comment, subscribe, hit the notification bell, share this podcast if you're on Spotify give it five stars you know a pre-consideration follow me on instagram and tiktok for clips behind the scenes and you know just general general use and yeah my name is mariam you can still just call me c and i will see you in the next episode i'm about to go watch the real madrid game toodles <laughs>